0: This is your official anniversary of your 20 years. So happy anniversary. I saw you were sporting your Air Force stuff when you came in.
1: I honestly didn't even think about that.
0: (laughs) Oh, you didn't? No. And then Jordan walks in in his camo and I'm like, Mike, where's yours? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So what better way to ask and our final uh, women of the military, even though we're with two men today. So introduce who we have here.
1: All right. Well, we have two gentlemen here. Mike. Hello. You might have seen him previously featured on our TikTok.
0: Yeah. And, oh, yes. You probably yeah, did yeah, see I'm him up, on our TikTok. TikTok yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, being
1: sing, for being a single stud muffin in the Howard County region. <laughs> so that's Mike. <laughs> He's an Army veteran. Uh, next to him, we have this fella I found at the bar, Jordan.
2: Hi, everybody. <laughs> <That's>
1: like, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's actually my boyfriend.
0: Mm. he just he, followed you home from the bar one day or, yeah or, that was that, it is, is that how well, how,
1: you know, <laughs> she hasn't been able <laughs> to shake
0: it off since
3: it took off from there <laughs> i'm
0: like stay and you just did so anyway
2: we actually we used to work together so i've i've known jordan for a while so like it's it's not weird though we know for each a long other. time yeah like 2009 or something like that
3: right you guys are
0: the same age
3: mm-hmm. i think so you're 30 slightly 35? younger than me Six? yeah i'm 36 and
2: couple weeks. Pretty
3: close. So, yeah. So. And, All uh, right.
1: Anyway, so Jordan was uh, previously Army, I'm sorry, Marine enlisted active duty and then some time in, as the reservist and then went to Army and was Army active duty with the, uh, is it Special Forces? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
2: I'll try not to make too many crayon eating jokes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mikey, he was Security forces?
1: No, no, no I, was a, I
2: was a military police. Oh, M- MP. Well, that's what you guys call it. You yeah. guys call it security forces. But but
0: it wasn't enlisted. It was yeah. active. Yeah. It was it's active so confusing, all the terminology. Yeah, <laughs> There's so much terminology. Let's start with, when did you enlist and why? Like, Jordan, let's direct this towards you for now. All right. What's so your experience?
3: I first enlisted back in 2005. So I graduated. I was so excited to go spend 20 years in the military, even though I didn't, that- <laughs> I actually enlisted into delayed entry a year prior, and then we we graduated high school on a Friday. I went to get my diploma on the Thursday, so I could leave. I didn't actually go to my graduation that way. I could leave early Friday. Oh wow! So I got on a plane Friday, and then Monday I was in boot camp. What? So I had two days of freedom from high school to. On my way to the military, to
0: adulting, to Marine yep. boot camp, and you went in the same year too, didn't <laughs> uh, you, Mikey? I,
2: I joined in two thousand six. I graduated no five. I had like the whole summer because they're like, "Hey, you want to go to uh, uh basic training in Missouri in the middle of summertime?" I'm like, "No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds hot there."
1: <laughs>
0: and you end so, up in the
2: desert. <laughs> so then i then I went. I waited until March to ship to basic training, and it was colder than fuck. And I was like, "Oh, this is an even a better idea." So, but I joined. Uh, March of 06. Yeah, I went to Fort Lawson Woods, Missouri.
0: And you told me the other day that you've always known that you wanted to do in Yeah, the, I wanted the to military. join from
2: when I was a little kid. Like, I, I kind of knew. And that's how you
0: work. were, too, as well, Jordan?
3: Well, I always wanted to be a, either, I wanted to be two things when I was a kid a cop or a storm chaser. <laughs> and I ended up joining the military. <laughs>
0: It's kind of the same thing.
3: But yeah, I kind of transitioned <laughs> when I was like 15 or 16. I started kind of thinking about joining the military. I met a, one of my good buddies, Charlie, growing up. He wanted to be a SEAL. He uh-huh. never actually enlisted. We kind of flip-flopped. He ended up being a cop, and I ended up joining the military. Okay. But he got me into the whole thing, and I got super, super way more into it than he ever did. And then he got out of it, and I just stayed on it. Oh, that's how okay. I,
2: <laughs> so...
0: So, you yeah. all three have been deployed overseas. Well, but when did with, she
2: join? When, well, let's, let's, hear Jonna, little, let's hear a little backstory we'll, about old Jonna, hey? She's
3: Yeah, she, she outranks <laughs> you, us guys so. <laughs> you guys
1: are coming no, in late. You saying, guys are I already the, said it. Yeah, you're, you're, the, like, third you're uh, the third uh, episode. You're the third episode.
2: We missed the backstory.
1: All yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. You'll have to fill in to hear all those good details. Go back yeah. to episode one.
1: <laughs> um, But, like, I'm not trying to brag again, but I told them that I did get placed in, like, the second hardest squadron at basic training
0: Mm. yeah we were talking about the difference between (laughs) like you guys had a similar experience or did you like is it different because you went into the marines correct jordan
3: yeah somewhat i didn't have to go through army boot camp at all yeah
0: and is that i'm wondering is it the same thing
2: it's probably rougher it's probably mentally challenging more because like the physical part you can get by I mean, if you're an athlete in high school, you can probably get by any basic training, like physically wise. Mm-hmm. But the the mental abuse that you take is different between branches, and that's pro- that's the probably what separates the two the branches. The constant
3: twenty four seven mental stress is what gets people. Yeah, like- because
1: listen, from an Air Force perspective, I'm not even going to lie. When I was at tech school, and I saw you Marines marching by, like you guys were a whole different vibe. And I'm like, I don't know what they do that makes them like the way they
0: are. But there's something that happens to them that's different than what happened to me. Because I'm not acting like that. I think it's an accurate stigma, but that's probably something that you get.
3: So a little known fact out of the military. I've been to two different branches. So any other branch of the military, you come from that branch to the Marine Corps. You have to start all over. You have to go through through Marine Corps boot camp. And no matter what rank you were, you start over again as a private. Okay. If you go from the Marine Corps to any other branch, you keep your rank and you don't have to go through the boot camp. Oh, wow. If that explains kind of like no, the, difference camp, the, juicy, the difference in No, I want to know the juicy,
0: nitty-gritty training. Gritty details. Is but... it the same amount of weeks, eight weeks, because boot camp no, in the was, Army? Mine
2: was nine.
3: Thirteen okay. weeks is Marine Corps. What you guys do SOI,
0: Gee, don't Yeah, you.
3: Plus, plus you do SOI after the 13 weeks.
0: What's SOI? It's school like ministry.
3: specialized training. Oh, okay. Yeah, you either go to MOS school or SOI if <laughs> <for> you're infantry.
0: <laughs> your boot camp, how long was it? Uh, it was eight weeks back then. Yeah, it's yeah. so similar. And like, it's I can't so different. imagine
1: doing anything harder than that, but I know it exists,
0: and I know it's like, you know, cushy to you guys, but I thought it was pretty tough. It's all but goes back to the different types of mentalities. We need people to be Marines, and we need to... I Do we? Do we need Marines in Army?
3: Hopefully in 20 or 30 <laughs> years when we have more robots, we won't. <laughs> they can just go for us.
0: How about How about the difference between... There aren't a lot of women in the Marines, particularly.
3: Oh, there are quite a few women in the Marines. Are there? Yeah. Even in combat MOSs, but not in the infantry.
0: Well, I did a little bit of research, and it said that men make up 72% of the active military. Yeah.
3: So, it's been a long time since I was active Marine Corps, but when I was active Marine Corps, women weren't allowed in the infantry, but I want to say they are now.
0: Yeah, but you went in 2015, I think, is when they changed all these laws that were about women it was around that being time. able to combat and you know going into combat. But like with your experience, Mike, you had some women who played a significant role.
2: My, even my basic training was co-ed. Like I had... Girls in my platoon when I was in basic training because mm-hmm. I was military police. So like when I joined, we went straight through basic training and then through our job school, and they trained. I mean, women were allowed to be MPs just to the same as guys are. Okay. So then when we deployed, guess what? Like we were out there getting, you know, we're out there on patrol, and I had uh I had female drivers every time every time right. So there was chick squad leaders. We had women that were you know platoon sergeants and shit. Like they was. It was no big deal as a military police. It was just kind of, it just happened. How my, uh, uh, the sergeant major that overlooked our, our company, she was active duty sergeant major from Germany. She was female. So like, it just kind of, the lines were really blurred in my MOS, but in like the infantry, it was unheard of to have a chick even be around even be a medic probably you know yeah my whole fi-
3: my whole 4 years of active duty i had never worked with a single female when i was in the infantry
2: yeah and i was i worked right alongside him every day you did
0: 4 years active duty where at
3: so I did four years active duty in Camp Pendleton. Um, well, when I wasn't deployed, that's where I was stationed was Camp Pendleton. Then I got out. I was out for like a year, and then that's when I did my two years in the reserves. Oh, okay. Then I got back out, and then I reenlisted in active duty again into the. Well,
2: well, what <laughs> happened was, is we worked at Chrysler together during this time, and he fucking hated Chrysler. Oh, I, I couldn't stand <laughs> it, which is weird because now, oddly enough, I am considering going back. But and he's like, I am going to join the, I am going to join back up on the Marine Corps. I am like. Why don't you go be an officer, mm-hmm. do something smart, and, be, and join the Army or the Air Force? Or right. Yeah, because like- <laughs> at the time, I was about to be done with college. <laughs> go be an officer and join the Air Force and get treated <laughs> fucking right. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Instead, I mean, I we like, have really highlighted the Air Force <laughs> on this series because I can't tell you enough. Like, yeah, let's be smart about things. You here. get
3: treated better, your housing's better, and then when you got, you have more career opportunities.
0: Oh yeah. So I have to go back to the fact that you never worked with women in four years.
3: Never in four years, but it was a different time back then. You know, it was so well I,
0: because you ended, ended up you time. ended up in Iraqi freedom. Did you? What yeah, was the? I did
3: two tours. I think I was there through three campaigns, but I did. Two tours.
0: So, at like, it combined, how many months did you put in? or
3: uh, 15 months combined. Okay. But, so, I think Army deployments. Uh,
2: I did just shy of a year. It was, yeah, like, I 10 think months.
3: They do less deployments, but their deployments are a lot longer than ours. Yeah. But our deployments are more frequent. Like, I had 11 months off between my two deployments.
2: The active duty guys, I was in the Reserves. The active duty guys do, like, a 15-month deployment. We did, like, a 10-month and then uh, the reserve, er, so it was, I mean, just a little shorter. But we, ours was, we had like 18 months off between deployments. So,
0: so it was when women weren't allowed to still, right? Yeah.
2: Iraq was super hot
3: back then. Like yeah. It was when Afghanistan kind of died off and then Iraq jumped back up. Yeah. It was just women weren't allowed at all until like 2015 or 2016. Now they're allowed to do anything.
0: Yeah. I, I read that, um, Female soldiers are now at risk of being captured and tortured on video at higher rates than they ever have been. Do you feel that putting women on the front lines of combat, like, is, do you think that's a bad thing? Like, because do you think, like, I'm curious, what's the mentality? Right?
2: No, the chicks I served was were mean motherfuckers. You don't – <laughs>
0: good luck taking them. You know I'm, I'm telling you what. I mean, <laughs> You'll bring I said them back. You, I knew how you feel about those women, so I just wanted to make that known. Well, again <laughs> – They don't mind.
3: Like, really, and even my time in the Army, I didn't serve with any women. Yeah. Just because of the, the stuff I was doing in the Army, women just didn't really go for it. There were a couple women that actually did, and one of them got – I want to say she got selected which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the,
2: the chicks I served with, like, uh, yeah, they, they could hold their fucking own. There are they're some, like, yeah, they're, I, they're, I mean, they're fucking mean. There <laughs> are some That's people, good. there are some women I saw
3: in the Marines in the army. I don't think I would want to like go with them.
0: <laughs> so what are some things you guys like? What's some entertaining? Tell us some, a funny like platoon. Is it your platoon or your crew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your battalion <laughs> like, there's like, like your gang your gang like what do you call it when you're I there
3: think the Mar- well I know the Marine Corps and the Army have similar makeups so it goes from the bottom up it goes you have a you have teams like fire teams in your squad then you mm-hmm. have a squad then you have a platoon then a company then a battalion and then I think it changes
0: uh in the marine brigade. Corps you have divisions
3: in the army you have brigades
2: yeah oh that's man. just a little terminology I think that's the only that's difference.
0: I need to put a key so that people. <laughs> we should draw a map. I should draw a map. It's but, there's so many different aspects of it. When it comes, when it comes it, like down why? to it,
2: it's like you and your team, you and your squad, you and Re- your platoon. Really, like it's, that's all.
3: Your team and your squad is where it's at. Even yeah, your yeah. platoon, like you have a squad rival. Oh yeah, and, and, and like and all you guys that, yeah.
2: fight, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fist fight, just nonstop. I know, it, but it's was, all in good fun. Yeah, there was. It's all like, in good. We, fun. Always, <laughs> we always fought the cavalry guys. Like, for some reason, the military police and the cavalry, calf Scouts and the Army just never got along. So, like, we'd run into them. It was just, like, a almost like a fight on sight. Especially if there's alcohol involved. there's uh, Were you
0: allowed to have alcohol over there?
2: Uh, none overseas, but... Did you get some, though? Uh, Come on, no tell comment. us.
0: Come on. You guys are not active <laughs> a anymore. little drunk. Come yeah. on, tell us. We had
2: we had this one... Tell I, us
0: the fun shit.
2: I had this one cat. He was... His name was Stratton. He started out as an E4... And left Iraq as an E1 <laughs> got drunker than fuck one night, has to get up at like four thirty, five 5 o'clock the next morning to go out on mission, and locks his keys in his room and can't get back in his room. So like he took all of his stuff out to his truck, comes back to get his like, you know, his weapon and his final stuff, realizes he locked his locked his keys in his room. They're boosting him up over the wall. He's shit housed, and he's moving the ceiling tiles, falls over. Over the wall, bounces off the wall locker, (laughs) and just lands on the other side. So everybody's (laughs) awake now. And it's like, oh, they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? And he stands up and he's just like he smells like booze. Like you can tell he's drunker and shit. He's like, I'm in. I got my I got my door open. Like, dude, you just need to you need to go sit down someplace. (laughs) Like you probably don't need to be on you don't need to be a gunner on a fucking gun truck right now. And he he, he, he left his knee (laughs) one.
1: He sounds special, babe. He's
2: he's standing there at the machine guns, like I got back in my room. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, this is a, this is a terrible idea.
0: <laughs> you know, I can talk for hours about those types of things, just because it's so intriguing. Because we what we think about the military and being overseas or being, you see all these different things. Movies uh, is the idea we're given.
3: Well, I don't and know. Did so, you guys have? Oh, sorry. No,
0: no, no, and no. Go ahead.
3: Did you guys have on holidays? So we weren't allowed to drink either. We, I mean, we were yeah. we were actually in the field, like we weren't even back in on a fob or anything. So we weren't allowed to have anything, but
0: so you were just like covered in sand, hiding.
3: Constant, but but that sounds awful. Anytime (laughs) there was a like a major holiday, like Christmas or Thanksgiving, they would log train out, and we could have two beers. Did you guys have the same? Uh,
2: We did on uh, New Year's. They gave us two beers on New Year's, and I like that was that's fantastic. (laughs) It was, but I just and then as we were traveling home, we could have two beers every stop. So like. We stuck we flew from Kuwait to Germany. We had two beers there and then from Germany we went to like Iceland and we could have two beers there. Yeah.
3: We went from Frankfurt, Germany to New York and then took one- both times I went. We went from New York to Frankfurt, Germany, back into mm-hmm. Kuwait and then to Iraq. But yeah, we were just supposed saw to have
1: all the way to stop to get there. We <laughs> were supposed to about.
3: have We were supposed to have two beers.
2: Were you alone? Well yeah, that, that was <laughs> the but, thing. It was a it was a two beer uh allowance Menomans. yeah a two beer <laughs> allotment but yeah those that, that turned into they can't have their eyes shots. on you all the time and i
0: I'm- i watched this documentary or not documentary movie based on a true story the other day it's really good it was called the beer run the greatest beer run and it's about a guy who's all for all of his friends get their number pulled for the vietnam war And it's a true story about how he goes to Vietnam to deliver beer to his buddies and how he's like in the uh, the foxhole (sighs) type of shit in the middle of the war. Like somebody looks at him and says, this guy is one of those people who he's so dumb, he's going to survive this war. Like, and he did. It's really cool movie to see. Anyway, so look that up. But Jonna, (laughs) what about the Air Force? Could you drink when you were deployed? (laughs) Look, she probably Listen, had him. Ser- I was actually service.
1: hoping that you're not going to ask me because this is my experience.
0: Oh gosh, <laughs> she had champ uh, bottle service. Well, dude. these guys are talking
1: about All two of- drinks, like on the holiday.
3: That's like a
2: deploication.
3: <laughs> and
1: Mike got like two drinks whenever they like transport. It was a. We were definitely restricted. to Just be to, sober
2: to, the next day. To <laughs> three
1: drinks a day. How did how do they
0: regulate that? <laughs>
1: Because you have uh, your card, like your common access card. Yeah. And then they would scan your card and you can only have three
0: dings that day. Well, what if you were like, didn't you go I to like I immediately know how market? to beat that system. <laughs> yeah. All like, you have to
3: do is just get with two or three place. friends. <laughs> and then one day, one of you guys can get drunk. And then the next day, the, the other one can't.
1: That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I mean, that's seriously what we would do. Like, everybody would collect their shots. Like, we'd be like, okay, we're going to drink vodka. So everybody would collect collect their vodka. And we'd collect it all and then just go out on Saturday when we were off. and.
0: You were where we'd
1: have like four drinks. You were
0: like in one of the most beautiful countries Mike, ever. You, have, weren't you? Can you imagine having Cutter. a day off on a deployment? Oh, Fuck. Cutter. <laughs> Cutter.
1: Yeah, that was in Cutter. Qatar, Qatar.
0: Um, oh, I was like, "Where's Cutter at?" Qatar. <laughs> Qatar is, however, you say couldn't it. you just go on like the land and ask for a beer? Where there are bars in Qatar? Well, that's how. That's how
2: we got booze overseas. Was okay. uh, the local nationals got it for us? Yeah, like, they got us all kinds of stuff. There's ways to do it. I yeah, mean, I mean. On my second sketch. deployment,
3: we were on, we we were at Fallujah. We controlled one of the checkpoints into Fallujah, so every person that came in and out of Fallujah on that side had to go through us. So that we had kids all the time. We'd get stuff from town and have them go out and buy stuff for us. And <laughs> oh, you can get anything you want, we, really. I mean, used there's to ways. Send we the around.
2: local Iraqi kids every day to go get, get us chicken. He would go get us a chicken, <laughs> <laughs> a better rice, and like vegetables for five bucks. So oh, yeah. Nice. We'd boost him up over the wall because like our uh, the main. IP station we always went to was all T walled off. Like, so like they blocked off the whole neighborhood and like only the locals that like only the people that worked at that IP station lived on that block. So it was all cops.
3: And you also have to think about what $5 is to a young Iraqi kid over there. I mean, that's a lot, lot even for an adult. That's Uh, a lot of money over there.
2: He'd come back with chicken, rice, Pepsi, this big. And he'd point to his elbow and it was a liter Pepsi bottle. And um, he'd come back with two of those for five bucks and like you just had to boost him up over the tea wall so he could, get, so he could right, get it. Yeah,
3: there's ways to get it. Oh, it was delicious. And back then they didn't check if you wanted alcohol. I'm not going to say I did it. I did it. But <laughs> if you wanted alcohol, Crest sells non-clear bottles oh, yeah. of, you know, mouthwash. 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 You get and shipped in. So empty drink, it out.
0: Oh, it was like you no, get, get drunk on mouthwash. No, get, get it <laughs> to you. I would imagine though like it's probably you would have loved to have a drink but here's where my brain goes okay were wouldn't that be scary too because you guys were in some shit i mean i've i've heard mikey's stories i've not ever heard yours but like Your job over there was not easy, so I can imagine being paranoid and not wanting to be drunk.
2: You don't want to be wasted in a firefight. You
3: definitely do not, (laughs) and luckily I never was. Yeah. (laughs) It's really weird being on a deployment because you don't want to be, and they say not to be, but after a while, you get used to it. Oh,
0: absolutely. I
3: mean, when you first get there, especially on your first deployment, I remember on my first deployment back in January of 06, we would get there, and the first time, we would take mortar fire like two to three times a week. But after the first week or so, you're like, oh my gosh, your but after a while, it but after two or three you. weeks, you get so used to it. Like back then care. PSP was really popular. So I had oh, one of those and uh-huh. you'd get mortared and you'd just be like, like right. it wouldn't even be not anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just keep
2: yeah, you
3: playing You'd just playing be your like, wow,
0: well, we're mortared
2: again. He's 100% right. Cause like it's, i ever never there watching a movie on my TV or on my laptop and we're getting mortared, and the sirens are going off and shit. And it's like you pull one earphone out; it's like, eh, it's not close enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's really weird. You just if somebody put your head else has me, got it, and then somebody comes by your room and bangs on your door. It's like, hey, get to the fucking bunker. We're getting mortared. I'm like, eh, well, we'll be okay. <laughs> my second deployment hey, was my one.
3: second deployment was a little bit quieter, but my first deployment, it was actually weird to not hear things like that in the distance. If like we, it's, if it we so common. If yeah. we
2: went more than like two or three days without getting mortared, we always kind of figured, oh, shit, like buckle up your boots because something's coming this yeah. weekend. Like yep. they're going to hammer. Can
0: you can clarify what mortared is? <laughs> <laughs> is it, it like a special gun? It's like
3: getting bombed pretty much. Oh, Just, okay. They're like, it looks like a big bullet pretty much. It's like a... You know what a bullet looks like, right? Yes. It's like a bullet the size of your leg, pretty much.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So
3: yeah. it's an they used actual used to shoot bullet. A lot of rockets
2: okay. with us. So we used to find uh, the rocket bodies that were like the one twenty. Like they tried shit.
3: for us, but I will tell you the, the closest one that ever got to us was like three hundred meters in the air. They were terrible at aiming. Oh shit, dude!
2: One landed. <laughs> one landed like twenty five feet from my back door. Jeez. <laughs> we found it the next morning, and my buddy Eddie walks out, picks it up. He's like, "Hey." Is this a rocket? (laughs) Oh my god! It has it in his hand (laughs) and like was chasing around the guys with the rocket like it was his dick. I got it it on video, so somebody's like, "Somebody's like, hey man, you might want to put that down." So we went and got the EOD guys, and they came over our our little staging area, and they're like, "Dude, that's a live fucking rocket."
0: And he's like... Has <laughs> it
2: like his dick, and he's chasing people around the motor pool with it. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> that gosh. sounds like
1: my kind of guy. <laughs> oh.
3: Jonna, they might have actually had these in guitar, but do you know what used to scare me more like more than getting in a firefight? One, scorpions, and two, camel spiders. Oh, oh, do they have yeah. camel spiders in... Oh,
1: I mean, they the have them there. I mean, I- they was right next to a camel farm, but I never saw anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, for, for real, it's right next to a camel farm. <laughs>
2: The biggest, the biggest yeah. one I saw was about the size of a can Camel spider was, was
0: old, these
3: toes. Camel spider was. It, yeah. I mean, they're, with it. <laughs> Yeah, it makes a trench look like a baby. I mean, yeah, you huge. have a picture of it,
0: don't you? Mm-hmm. That you showed me. I think they're yeah.
3: huge. And in our post, I mean, we lived in rundown. We built them ourselves with like sandbags and stuff. So you'd be standing post at two a.m. So You didn't just... have
0: like a barracks. Like, I know that. Like, <laughs> hilarious. I, I, <laughs> I, I
2: lived. I lived basically in like a barn. So, we lived like, in, my accommodations are a little better than what yours were, but they're still pretty
0: Okay, I'm thinking Lone to, Survivor movie.
3: We lived – that basically, okay. essentially, that's how it was for me. Okay. Like, we lived in observing post outside of Fobbs. So, like, where he was, we went back there for, like, comfort.
0: Oh, wow. It,
3: and we would be in observing posts, like, way out in the field. Like in villages, just outside of villages, stuff like that. That's how we. <laughs> to me, it was all. It's just. It's how you look at it. To me, it was always just a job. See, you know, you go to work like, and then you come home and you, mm-hmm. you know, you shut it off. It was yeah, just, yeah. That's how it was for me.
0: And the more you talk about it, the more it's. It was, it's kind of like getting mortared. The more <laughs> like it's like it becomes normal. It's part of your life. And did hey did you guys ever learn something about somebody that you were. It was in your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> what? That surprised you? Somebody did you ever learn anything? By tribe you mean like squad? Yeah. Okay. Your gang.
3: That's You learn some weird things about people. Yeah. When yeah. Yeah. you live with when you live right next to people wow, for you seven months.
2: Think about that. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, you Oh. You spend 24 hours a day next to a guy like <laughs> that you normally wouldn't. Like yeah, you learn some shit. But like, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I don't think I can go I don't think
2: I can go into half about, the stuff I learned about him.
0: <laughs> what did you learn about one person in your tribe? Try to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I always do. I do it too, every time. So
1: there's this one boy and he was like really nice. Like he was um so nice that it was creepy. Like it was creepy as hell. But he was so nice. So, you know, you talk to him and conversation grows after some time. And anyway, I ended up learning that this man. And by the way, this was never a romantic relationship. We were just friends. Right. But this this young man who looked like a sweet, innocent angel baby really liked to be hooked in the back and strung up like in the air. Literal hook through his back and then strung up and held by his skin. What?
3: So I've never had the chance to talk to anyone like that. Did he ever explain to you why? Why? Yeah, did he, he like that sense- he elaborate?
1: The, Um The pain of it feels good. He liked the the pain feels good. It releases endorphins of some sort.
3: It, it, After you do it so many times, it's like. Apparently is it permanent his holes back, like an ear piercing? Or? Oh,
1: apparently his back was like all scarred up and shit.
0: I mean, can you imagine if that was like your husband and you walked in and one day he was just like, he had taken your plants down off of the ceiling hooks and, and he's fucking suspended was- from there. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking plants are just chilling down on the ground.
3: <laughs> Who was the first person, do you, you think, that thought? Man, I bet if you stuck hooks through my back, it would feel great.
0: I don't know, circus freaks. The second person would be the one I'm worried about. <laughs> Dang.
3: I wouldn't say there was anything super surprising. I mean, there's weird things you learn about people, but the bonds you develop with people, living with them like that, is they never, they're never they never ending. I mean, I've been out of the Marine Corps for, I got out in 2009 active duty. So I've been out for, I mean, 15 years almost. My buddy Lance, I talk to him every day. My mm-hmm. buddy Johannes, I talk to him every day. And I haven't seen him, you know, in over a decade. So the bonds really? you developed are, when you were in, are just, they're like unlike anything else.
2: Or even if you don't see them or don't talk to them for a decade, then they pop back in your life. It's like, you pick like, like, up right where you're at. Yeah, like you like just like saw them yesterday. Ever, yeah.
3: Are
0: these nothing people that you were deployed beat. with then?
3: Yeah, like, like, and you go through so many, like, hardship really does build bonds. Oh, and when yeah, when you go through hardships like that together, like, I remember me and Lance... We were so we were cuddled on the side of a hill together in Iraq because it was two thirty a.m. raining on us in the winter. Right, we were so cold we had to just for you know heat. Ooh. When you go through things like they that with someone, <laughs> you know
0: they did pull the pole. To pole, <laughs> pole to hole, it's like hey, man. Pole to
2: pole. you got a little dick, bro. You're in the back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: you have no shame. Can't keep in that spoody. thing away from me. <laughs>
1: right, <cause. laughs> Can we please ask this? I feel like this is the appropriate oh, time to ask about. Okay,
0: speaking of yeah. bonding moments, have
1: you guys ever heard of the game called uh, Gay Chicken?
2: I've heard it mentioned on like TV and movies. Uh, but do you guys want to play? I've heard of it.
1: Do you guys want to play? No, uh, I mean, <laughs> do you, are you familiar with guys like? Have you ever been around guys who do that, like push the boundary?
2: Oh, we were see who
1: chickens out first. You want
2: you want a story about? Uh, here, here's a good, here's a great one for you. We were down at uh, Camp Atterbury getting ready to mobilize. Like so, it was our last day down at Camp Atterbury. We had like two weeks left, and where we were going to be home for two weeks, and then we were going to Fort Dix, New Jersey. Everybody is like trimming below the waist, and you know, take care of their stuff, get ready, to go see their wives and girlfriends, and you know, <laughs> shit like that. Like my one buddy had a fucking folding chair in the shower. Shaving his shit. So there's like there's like there's like six of us in the shower and this new guy walks in that just got in our unit like right before we were getting ready to do our mobilization. My buddy turns and looks at him. He's like, goddamn damn, new guy, you got big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and like he taps another guy on the shoulder. He's like, hey. Hey, check out the new guy's cock. He's like, that thing's fucking huge. The six of us turn into this new kid that's maybe 19. Like, God damn, look at the cock on the new oh, kid. kid. Oh, poor kid. He's to the point where he's like washing himself. He's all soapy. And he takes off running out of the shower because he's so embarrassed. And he's like, so, so he goes and jumps under his covers on his bed. And he's calling his preacher saying, <laughs> like, saying how he can't deploy with us, this, that, the other. So... The next day rolls around. <laughs> next day rolls around. And we get on the bus to come home. And who do I get set with? Is the fucking new guy. And he's like, man, this bullshit. He's like, I saw you in there. He goes, you guys are all giving me a hard time. I'm going to war with you guys. You're a bunch of queers and this and that. And then. Oh my gosh. I'm like, dude, I was like, this is the reaction they wanted. They wanted to push you to see if they could trust you. And they can't. So I was like, you better find a way to get out of this deployment. And yeah, it's he, not he like he we, we were. He found some way to get out of it, or he like. He wow! Well, all because they,
1: of uncomfortable meat gazing. Yeah,
0: I but mean, at impressive. least they weren't making I
1: mean, fun. It was,
2: of
3: At this least they meat. weren't saying it was small.
0: Exactly. Was, I would feel <laughs> like, like a Pringles can hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> and now he came home. He didn't know what to do with his life, and he has an only fans. <laughs> if you'd like to look it up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you spent. Well, you've been reserves mostly, John, but you spent time at active reserve, right?
0: I did,
1: yes, for 14 years. So, were you
3: around active duty people, like, not at all?
1: No, not at all.
3: (laughs) Well, I know in active duty, you go through, like, new guys, you go through a phase like that. You have to, you get treated basically like a, almost like a servant until you go on a deployment and you earn your place, (laughs) basically. Do you think women
0: have the same thing? No. No. (laughs) No.
1: Well, I I think it might be a branch thing. I don't, because... I mean, some people in the Air Force will never see a deployment in their entire career.
2: Right. Oh yeah, there's definitely the hierarchy of guys that have been deployed in my unit when I first joined, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't, you, know, you don't really count. You don't, you don't count." So just you don't amount to shit until you deploy.
3: It really is. It's
2: just like a and rite then, of passage almost. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, if you're a shitbag bag on deployment, like they like you're even worse. Yeah, you get treated yeah. worse
3: when you get back because really they don't know. You don't know what kind of a person someone is until you deploy with them and see them under pressure.
2: So you better hold
3: your so own it's like while a rite you're at
0: passage Thing. Yeah. What did we just get on a tangent about? I don't even know. <laughs> I <was> <laughs> just <laughs> forget what we were even either. talking about. Uh, funny pranks, big dick, dick guy. Could you imagine <laughs> girls like, right like being? Yeah, you, you oh, brought yeah. Up gay chicken. Oh, gay and chicken. Then we yeah, we okay, okay. On the, the dick so, story. okay. So, okay, <laughs> so back to gay chicken.
1: Well, I just didn't know if that was, um, if you guys Do ever you wanna... experienced that in your time. Oh, so, I mean,
2: there's, there's definitely uh, the, the, the bounds of uh, heterosexuality are definitely
1: pushed. No. <laughs>
0: game no I'm
2: saying like in in, yeah in the name of competition (laughs) in the name of competition heterosexual (laughs) bounds are definitely tested
0: you wouldn't want to have that guy in a sword fight big dick in a sword fight Uh, playing the game do you want to play the game no I knew he wouldn't. I told you he wouldn't. <laughs> Do you want to show him? tell him what it is? What is
1: it? The chicken fucking oh, game. Oh, the game. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, what game the are you The wiener chicken about? game. It's just, he, it sounds, What it, it is what it is. You just like keep getting it's closer like chicken to each versus, other. It's and like so chicken
3: with cars, one except person
1: for you just gay stuff. You're Either you're going <laughs> to kiss each other on the lips or somebody's going to pull back. <laughs> Who like, pulls back? <laughs>
0: And it's like chicken with cars. Oh my
1: gosh. Claire. We could invite all with of our guy parts. friends over and then we could the women could place bets on them to see who wins and loses.
0: I think they would just end up kissing. <laughs> our guys wouldn't care. They'd be like Because on how much money's on the table. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah.
1: We could make like a gambling ring out of it.
0: I'm kissing
2: guys. I mean, we used to have like the question of the yeah, patenting like, and and was a like, disregard idea. You, you could call it cockfighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd always oh. come up with the question of the day, you know, like hey, like, and they they'd ask it four thirty in the morning when you just fuck woke up, like hey, uh, would you do this for a million dollars or like would you like what's your limit of this that you would do? Or so we it always always be like, or like the, the one grossest question oh, yeah. I could ever think and of. like you you kind of get to know somebody, <laughs> like oh you are a nasty
0: motherfucker. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, <laughs> dear God.
3: What kind of weird stories do you have, Jonah? From the air Force
0: we haven't really I mean, talked you have a lot, a lot of experience service.
3: you went all the way from being like a private to now you're on the commission side you
0: have to have some weird stories on the way
1: of course i did share <laughs> some of my weird stories so you'll have to tune in
0: to hear those your experience has been just really wonderful
1: pretty positive
2: i feel like the air forces were more, more professional though like i mean like you said i mean you, you need looked them. at you looked at the marine corps as a job you just go to work but like the Air Force really is, you just go to work and then... That really like, is.
3: It's like a nine to five almost, mm-hmm. kind
2: of. But they didn't have hours. Like, it was just like, hey, you got to work until the job's done. And then like, probably tomorrow too. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, when I was in the infantry, it was, I actually loved the schedule because when we worked, that's all we did. Like, mm-hmm. we were in the field for months on end. No cell phones, no nothing. You're just in the field and that's Life's your job. Easy. That's your life, you know? Yeah. But then when you're back and you're not working and you're not preparing for the deployment, you do nothing, nothing. for months. Like, you'll go to work, you'll PT in the morning, and then your commander will cut you loose, and you'll be, you got the whole day off to do whatever Which you Which
0: was, Dang. was that hard when you, when you got back from combat? Like, what was, like...
3: The hardest part for me was not partying like a rock star. Because <laughs> I just came back with these, <laughs> with tens of thousands of dollars oh. from being deployed. And I'm this, you know, okay. especially on my second deployment, uh-huh. I had just, we got back on, no, we got back on the 10th, I turned 21 on the 13th. Oh, shit. So I had just turned 21. I just broken up with this girlfriend of mine on deployment. Well, she had broken up with me, and then. Uh- <laughs> And I, I came back with all this money, and I had no responsibility. So the hardest part for me was just saving money. I
1: bet and it trust was. me, I've seen pictures of him. He looked like
0: a little fuckboy. boy. Oh, I was, I, was fuck boy I was a total <laughs> fuck boy
3: I was a total fuckboy.
2: boy living in Southern California.
0: <laughs> yeah, is yep. that where you came back?
3: Yeah, I was in Camp Pendleton's about 50 minutes away from San Diego. Oh, so you I, have things all I, around you. That part of this the state was a great place to be, though. Yeah. We had I'm trying to think. We had Oceanside on one side of us. We had a beach on. On base on the front side of us, and then we had San Clemente on the right side of us. So there yeah, were beaches on three out of four sides of us, and they were all 20 minutes away. So it was great. I mean, the scenery out there was unbelievable. You were
0: living your best life. <laughs>
3: yeah. The people, not so much. Like when you were deploying the reserves, usually it's with a lot of people. Yeah, Probably we're if all I'm wrong that you, yeah. they're all right next to each They're all within like two hours away.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So okay. it's easy
3: to group up. With me, all of my people, like Lance lives in Florida, okay. Johannes lives in Florida. I got friends that live in Wisconsin and California it's and everywhere so scared. it's really hard to link up. Oh. So my really communication different ways is going in those different ways. Yeah, my communication is basically through social media or texting.
2: And I've heard a couple guys that were all active duty that my were my buddies that like came back to Kokomo after getting out yeah. and they all said the same thing they're like man like you guys like you being in the reserves it's pretty nice that all my guys are within a couple hours of me. You know, I got yeah. one buddy who lives in Michigan, but he's about the farthest away.
3: One cool so. thing about it, though, is if you want to go anywhere on vacation, a lot of times you know somebody in that state. <laughs> that's true. So you can link up with them when yeah, you go. That's like that's, I've, where that's I... I link up with Johannes and Lance every time I go to Florida. So you always have a place to stay, you know, if you want to go somewhere new.
0: Okay. Who's someone that you served with, Jonna, that you think very highly of, or you have a really fond, like, Somebody who was a pivotal person that you're thankful for, maybe a mentor.
1: I've had a lot of mentors.
0: You want to think about it, and I'll ask them first. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. We can talk about my mentor. I had a mentor. He's a chief, um, chief master sergeant, and he, you know, was a great
0: mentor. Okay, good story, <laughs> Jordan. What about you?
3: Well, Johannes that I've mentioned a couple times. He probably was my biggest mentor in the Marine Corps. Like he's the one who got me into jujitsu. He's the one who got me into CrossFit and major fitness type stuff. And he kind of like led me down that road.
0: Was he older than you? Or Yeah,
3: he's uh, seven or eight years older than me, I think. He'd been in for a couple of years, old, you know, prior to me. So he was my senior. That's how we ended up becoming really great friends because he was a senior Marine. So he kind of like took me under his wing. He wasn't like the asshole Marine. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, get over here, boot and do what I say. He was like, I'm going to guide you, you know? He was that guy, so he took me under his wing, and then he taught me. So I looked up to him a lot.
0: What about you, Mikey? I don't know. Probably
2: Wentz. I mean, that dude. Like, it just because he was a kind of a sociopath <laughs> psycho, <laughs> and he kept me alive. So he's like one <laughs> well, of my favorite uh, people yeah, I've ever met. No, he, he's a great. He's a great dude. He he'd been in since two thousand one, and I didn't join until the oh six. And um, so he'd had, he'd had two tours under his belt before we even met. I, I credit Wentz with probably keeping me alive. So like he's...
0: He's pretty important. Yeah, he's,
2: pre- he's a pretty good cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was my team leader. And then we roomed together. He was he was he's good He's such dude.
0: a good dude that he allowed my daughter's girlfriend, <laughs> who is going to esthetician school when he was here visiting Mike, he allowed her to do a ball wax on him. <laughs> Oh man! Also known as a Balzilian. A Balzilian. <laughs> Balzilian. Yeah, she was like, "I need somebody to do a Balzilian," and Mike was like, "When's just going to be her next?" She week? just
2: casually mentioned it while we were sitting at the bar. Isn't that a I famous liked... guy's last name?
3: What? Isn't that a famous guy's last name?
2: Uh, well, he, he... Balzilian or something like that. Uh, oh. The Balzilian. The, no, the, ball- <laughs> 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 the gambler
0: dude. Yeah.
2: The- <laughs> the- oh, there. There. oh <laughs> Close. <laughs> Yeah, nope. she just casually he mentioned it. He had a it. ball
0: zillion. He wasn't. His name. nuts were
2: whacked. He was on all fours, and they waxed him. In his tank. When your
0: best friend really can nice get guy. their best friend to get their balls waxed for your daughter's girlfriend?
2: Oh yeah, and I, I, just, <laughs> and I just called him. Like I called him. Like this conversation happened, and I called him. He's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be there in two weeks." <laughs> 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 He's like, "Schedule
3: that." <laughs> what's the difference between like girls do that a lot? So, what's the difference between waxing and shaving? <laughs>
2: they, they Well, they, cacti. One one uses hot wax to rip it out. And one is just like the razor.
3: Yeah, but one's way less painful. Why not just do the less
0: painful one, right? What
1: There's you- obviously benefits to having wax.
0: <laughs> what is the benefit? Why don't you tell us? I think it lasts longer, doesn't it?
1: Well, when you shave, you know, it only cuts it to the surface level, so it comes back and it's hard and stubbly. And- like almost like sandpaper, and your vagina like looks like grit. a cacti. And your vagina also does look like a cacti, <laughs> at least mine does.
0: But <laughs> all prickly and shit. Like don't touch, fucking thorn bush.
1: Uh, yeah. Whereas if you get it waxed, then it does grow in slower, and it it grows in finer. So it's not like really hard. It's actually soft. Like I, my legs are
0: like. Or you could use nair. Very af. Which well, is what you, Brad like burn, does.
1: Chemical burn your skin.
0: No, he gets his balls smooth as shit. Oh, with you put it on your wiener or on your balls? <laughs> Dude, it's like Silent Brad doesn't have a microphone today, but he's here with us. <laughs> <and> <laughs> that nair gets it right. Interesting.
3: Learn something new every day.
0: I always know when he's doing it too because he'll say, Alexa, set the timer for four minutes <laughs> 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 before it gets in the shower. Like, oh, he's going to have smooth balls tonight. (laughs) Now
1: I got to exfoliate with something else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is the last question that I'm going to ask. It's not that deep, but I need to know why. Why do people not like it? Like, some people don't like it when you say thank you for your service. Or, like, they don't use the veteran's discount. Like, I don't understand these things. So I'm curious to know from your three perspectives, how do you feel about it when somebody says thank you for your service, Jonna?
1: I just say thank you for your support.
0: And you don't feel either way about it?
1: Like, feel like embarrassed?
0: Yeah, or like... No. I th- like you'll stand up if they say any veterans in the audience? Oh, yeah, I don't do that. Oh, really. I am. I'm standing the fuck up. Mm. Why? I, why? How do you... I, why went,
2: don't- I went and did a job. I don't need special recognition later. You know, like the guys in Vietnam, they were they had it ten times worse than what we did. The guys in World War II. Like when I think of a veteran, I think of the old guys that were in Vietnam and World War II. Like I just, it's a weird terminology mm. for me.
3: I've actually thought about this because I've had people ask me that question. Before. Yeah. And the reason I feel weird about it is because when I enlisted and when I did what I did, all the stuff I did throughout the military, I never did it for recognition.
2: Yeah. I did right. it for
3: my own drive. I wanted to. And my own, you know, that was my own thing I was enthused about. And I was, it was my own thing I was driven toward. So when I have someone come up and go, thank you, you know, I don't know what to say to them. <laughs> Thanks for it, catches me, it catches me off guard. Yeah.
0: Jonna, yeah. yours is good. Thank you for your support. I don't think you I... have to have a response, but I can tell, like some people have said, oh, no, don't say that. I, what would you prefer? Because people want to acknowledge the things. It's not that the I mind it. In it's the just world. it
3: catches It just makes me, it catches me off guard when people say right. it. I never right. have a response to it. I guess your response. I'm just going to copycat from now on.
0: Sweet. <laughs>
2: Thanks for not being a terrorist works too. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think that's your go-to. I want to say thank you for your service, guys. Jonna, thank you for giving your life 20 years to good, really. Not even just the Air Force. I'm just proud of you for being successful. So how would somebody say that to you? Is there a different way? And why don't you use the discount? Do you feel like you don't deserve special treatment? They didn't give you any fucking...
2: best food I ever had was an Air Force shell hall, oh, anyways. <laughs> That's true. That's true.
0: Are both just left, right? That's different than the retirement, correct?
2: No,
3: I didn't retire. I just...
2: Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I, just, I, I got uh, out early. I don't get anything from the military anymore. Um, well, I can go to the VA hospital for healthcare. Do you use that? <laughs> no. I
0: have See? insurance. They're Do worth. you use your discount, Jonna?
1: Uh, it depends on which one. I, I need to sign up my Lowe's discount. I, don't I will at
0: Lowe's. That's the I, only I, I,
3: discount I use. Is yeah. my Lowe's, because I spend a lot of money at Lowe's, right. so I'll that's go to Lowe's the only... and
2: get appliances and use my discount there. But that's it. And it's
3: yeah. it is yeah. it's, it's like ten percent. It's nothing. Most of
0: the time, I just forget. Well, I, mean, I think though, if you have perks that can come from some of the bad and the good, did you come? Do you look back and think, okay, no matter what I went through, like I would do it again? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In a
3: It's the hardest stuff I've ever been through, and I've never been more proud of anything.
0: So, take the perks. Take the 10%, for fuck's (laughs) sake. Like, if that's what we can do as a fucking world and companies can do to celebrate the things that you've done.
3: I will tell you, the older I get and the more my body's falling apart due to the military, the more (laughs) I consider it. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm... She knows. For the past few months, my hip has been. It takes me seven or eight steps to get going, like I'm like you're kickstarting a car,
0: <laughs> like you're kickstarting a car. Yeah,
3: my, my hip's going down the drain. I'm pretty sure. So
2: you hit the floor in the morning and everything snaps and crackles. It's yeah. like, oh, those are He's those are
0: curvy it too much. <laughs> <laughs> we both got out of the car and we're like, Ugh. we
1: both
3: made the same sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am happy that you guys joined us. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your stories, and I hope you all enjoyed too. it. Twenty years is a
3: big deal. Yeah,
0: Thank you guys a big deal. for your support. I appreciate it. Oh, bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. Yeah. See you. Peace. Peace. Out.